When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Chris Hansley's joining us right now, uh, former Boomer, NBA player, NBL superstar as well, and it's all across his basketball. Uh, there's no squaring on a basketball court, is there, Chris? You've never sworn in your life? No, of course not. We keep it really, really clean. <laughs> How are you guys? Yeah, good. Hey, good. We just flog people at practice, Chris. That's what yeah. we do. We, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. I will get to that. But firstly, who was the who was the guy that just could not stop swearing in it in your career, a, a teammate or or whatever like that? Dob him in right now. Swear Jar Central. Yeah, Leonard Copeland. He uh, <laughs> one of the best trash talkers I've heard, and yeah, he got in you. You didn't quite hear it all. But uh, he wasn't sure, he wasn't uh, wasn't shy to be loud. A few comments back from the crowd sitting courtside. You're pretty close in the game basketball, but no, nah, Copes was as good as any I've been around. Was there anyone like a nun who who just refused? Who who was total his, clean his skin? Teammate, his teammate Andrew Gaze. No way. <laughs> as hard as you try, you just can't get him to swear or do anything wrong. He's too nice. Has he ever got it's angry? Really, it's really annoying. Has he ever, ever got angry? I've never seen the guy, like, flustered or, like, you know, we all have those days. You're kind of cursing the world or whatever. Like, I've never seen the guy just down about things. No, look, he has, and he does a good job of not showing it, but you, I, I suppose you don't become that great and, and one of the best of all time without having that drive and that level of anger and competitiveness, I suppose. So he certainly got it. Um, mm. He's done a good job of... Uh, Keeping it away from the public eye, I suppose. But uh, now, look, he's he just go, he went about it the right way, and he, again, you just couldn't catch him out. If he ever wanted to go into politics, they'd never dig up any dirt on him. It's incredible. Oh, they'd they'd, they'd find something. Um, uh, Draymond Green, uh, uh, the polar opposite in terms of anger, <laughs> it seems to Andrew Gaze. So <laughs> we mentioned at the top of the show. If you haven't seen the vision, he's just gone over to his teammate Jordan Poole at a practice for Golden State Warriors as they prepare for the upcoming NBA season, and just smashed him in the face. And when I say smash, it's like Brad Pitt in Meet Joe Black type thing when he gets hit by the car. It's it's heavy stuff, uh, Chris. What do you make of all this? And and what do you reckon the fallout might be in a in an NBA locker room for something like this? It's, it's Yeah, it, it was almost shocking, wasn't it? I, I'd heard that there was an altercation and then the footage got leaked and gee, it was a it was a massive punch, wasn't it? And, you know, he sort of confronted Jordan. And, and the thing is, you're looking, clearly something's led up to that happening and they had words and, you know, I don't think anyone would argue what Jordan did was to sort of push him away and, and get him out of his face. But the, the punch that he threw was... To a teammate was was something I certainly haven't seen in a training environment. I've been around a few push and shoves and a couple of scuffles, but not like that. And God, you see some of what happens and what we're trying to get rid of just in society. And that was as big a punch. And knowing what we know about concussion and all those sort of things, his knees just buckled. And 
Well, yeah, what's the suspension? What's the fallout? I, I don't know. I, I think the Warriors are, are really well placed to handle it internally. I, I can't see there not being a suspension and a really large fine involved um, now that the footage is out. But, yeah, geez, it's... I, I think the one thing about Draymond Green is he's got that reputation. People know they're going to get that that edge. But you know, to, I, I think well, I don't think I know. That's just clearly overstepping the mark when when that's one of your teammates, the guy you go in a fight with every day, uh, way too far. And it was yeah, something I wouldn't you know, really really surprised to see. Yeah, I think it'll be that the Golden State Warriors will get their opportunity to suspend and fine, and if the NBA aren't happy, they'll probably come over the top with that. But the NBA preseason is in full swing, and someone that we haven't seen a hell of a lot on the court in the last sort of 18 months, two years, was Ben Simmons, and he was back in action for the Nets. It's good to see him on court, and it's it's great to be able to talk about Ben Simmons, the basketball player, and doing basketball things instead of... I suppose the media circus that's followed him around the last 18 months while he hasn't been playing. So he'll be rusty. Um, and he's shown that there, <laughs> there was a video of Ben shooting a shot that's coming off the bottom of the rim and hitting Kyrie Irving in the face, which if, you, if you're Googling the Draymond Green punch, go and Google the, the Ben Simmons hmm. shot that hits Kyrie. That'll lighten the mood a little bit. But no, it's great to see him back. And the Nets coach, Steve Nash, is on record as saying that the preseason for the Nets means probably more to them than any other team, given the fact that their key players just haven't spent any time together. Ben hasn't been on the floor for such a long time, and it's valuable time spent because they've got so much talent, they need to get it to mesh. And, um, you know, I'm lucky enough, I'm actually going over to see a few of their games in a couple of months. So I hope by the time I get there, they'll be they'll be humming. But uh, again, excited to see him. And I, I think, I know it's been spoken about, but I think it's fantastic that he's got Paddy Mills across the other side of the locker room to to help him navigate coming back to get his mind right as much as he gets his body right. And, you know, great to have two Aussies on one NBA team and, and one that will, in my mind, certainly be competitive when the end of the season rolls around. Chris, I'm probably um, in the great minority here in terms of what everyone thinks of Ben Simmons, but I actually feel really sorry for the guy given the, the news is now filtered out properly that his back issues, he, he had disc issues, ruptured discs in the, the lower part of his back. He needed surgery to correct those a bit like what Tiger Woods had. And Tiger Woods ended up having to have spinal fusion down the bottom of his, of his spine. It obviously played with his mind and, and, and physical abilities as well. So I think, I don't know if, if Ben had his time again, I, I reckon he should have put out his physical ailments a, a bit more out there just to get everyone off his back because now he comes back, pardon the pun, now he comes back and if he doesn't not light it up but get really comfortable really quickly within the first month, that pressure is going to intensify again. Is is there much of that sympathy out there for him or am I in the, as I said, minority? Uh, yeah, no, you're, in a, you're in a minority, but I tend to agree with you and what I was really grateful to hear was Ben finally agreeing to speak publicly and he did it on JJ Reddick's podcast and I think there was a sense of comfort in that his former teammate wouldn't do the wrong thing by him in the interview nor send anything to air that he might you know misstep in the conversation so it was great to hear Ben's perspective we finally got an insight into how serious his back injury was and the associated mental health battles that he had recovering from that, but also dealing with 
the, just the avalanche of media criticism that came along with it. And in his words, it, it was interesting to hear how many times he went to write a tweet or a social media post and delete, delete, delete. And it must have been difficult. Um, so to have him finally out there speaking again is fantastic. To have him on the basketball court is fantastic. You know, look, I think the Australian sporting public is really forgiving. And while there are a lot of people, as you say, on his back at the moment, you know, have, have a look at how we've embraced, so many of us, how we've embraced Nick Kyrgios the last six months, just, just because he's shown a willingness to trend back maybe towards what we enjoy watching a little bit more and shown a little bit of, I suppose, he's reflected a little bit on what he's done and understands a little bit. Great. But, I mean, they grow up, don't they? We, we sometimes forget how young these athletes we look up to are and at, at some level how immature they are as human beings, not as athletes, but they're learning as they go. And there are not many jobs in the world that get criticized as heavily as what a professional sports person does. So I think as soon as Ben gets on the court, the season starts, I, I, I'm pretty confident that the Australian public will band behind him if he does it the right way. And I'm sure he will. I agree. Well said. Uh, the second week of the NBL this weekend uh, started last night. The Kings at home, uh, they were too good against the Brisbane Bullets. Uh, in there, they collected the rings, banner up to the the sky out there at Homebush. Banner up. Yeah, we uh, no, we're actually down in Hobart. We spent the night with Luke Longley, and he had he was glued to the telephone, of course, being a part of the Sydney Kings coaching staff, and we we couldn't get him off the phone. He was thrilled, but no, big night, and I'm really impl- really impressed with the team they're putting together. And there was clearly some concern having lost Jalen Adams that whoever they bought in would have big shoes to fill. But I tell you what, it, there's a lot of talk around the NBL about how good their replacement Walton is. And, you know, he just passes the eye test. He, he was incredible against Illawarra. We didn't see all of the game last night, but I just think they've got an absolute ripper. I, I think Xavier Cooks can, can step into an even bigger role than what he had last year. And I expect him to be one of the best local players in the, in the competition this year. And look, they, they're just going to be really, really hard to beat. And, I, I love that they wear their heart on their sleeves. I, I love that they go out and say that we're arrogant. I, I think they're a little bit different. There's, there's a little bit of an edge to the team. And I, I think in some way that's what Sydney is, that they want that they, they want that conflict. They want those rivalries. And they've certainly got the skill in that group to be able to uh, to back up whatever it is they're saying. Now, you mentioned about being in Hobart with Big Luke. Um Tell us a bit more about this because he's a fascinating character. I mean, the Australian story done on him was just yeah. compelling viewing. And I'd imagine that spending a night with Luke in a, in a theatre listening to all these life stories is, is compelling listening as well. It's, it's going around the country at the moment, Chris. It is. Last night we tipped off. We, you know, we had him speak in Hobart. He was on stage for just on two hours and you could, you could have heard a pin drop. He was absolutely incredible. Some of the stories and insights that he had and, the conversations around Jordan and Pippen and Rodman and some others that I, I won't probably disclose yet because I don't want to ruin his stories when he travels around. But um, look, he's just such a great storyteller. And what we wanted to do was find a way, given the fact that he didn't get his say in the last dance and, you know, over 3 million people I, I found out last night connected with the Australian story. So we wanted to find a way for Luke to share his story publicly and we're wrapped that he's agreed to do it. And actually we're up in Sydney on Wednesday, the 12th of October at the factory theater at seven o'clock. So there are still tickets left and any Kings fans, basketball fans, sporting fans out there. It's an incredible night. It's, it's, it's two hours of Luke. You, you get to 
again, the insights are incredible. There's a lot of great basketball people in the room, but certainly it digs even deeper than what the Australian story was able to do in an hour. Yeah, sweet. No, mm, um, head out there, the Factory Theatre in Sydney. Uh, if you're in the Sydney area, you're going up to Brisbane as well? We are. We're, we're up in Brisbane. So we're, we're Melbourne on Sunday night. Uh, we're going across to Bendigo. We wanted to make sure that Luke visited a couple of regional centres as well. Uh, we, of course, have to go to Perth being Luke. So we're Perth mm. on Saturday and we're Brisbane the Saturday after. So pretty easy to find the details of the events online. Uh, just go and Google Luke Longley, my story, and they'll all pop up or have a look for me on social. We're meant to do that these days, aren't we? Everything's done on social media. So if you find me on social, you'll find all of Luke's events. It's the easiest way to go. And jump on, have a chat, and we'll, uh, we'll get everyone sorted. Chris, unreal. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Good luck with the tour. And, um, yeah, enjoy getting over stateside to, to watch a bit of NBA as well. Thanks for joining us on the Mowers Club. Thanks for having me, guys. Chris Anstey, NBA, uh, NBL and Boomers uh, legend. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.